It's the second part of episode eight of the Tom and Joe show. Yes, it's 20, 2050 and I'm moments away from having to renew my driving license because I'm old. They're going to take it away from you, you know. Yes, they are, because I'm now going to start driving into lampposts <laughs> and thinking that they are people, because <laughs> the actual objective is to drive into a person. I see. Right, well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because there are so many knobs. <laughs> when there you're are. old, you can get away with that stuff, can't you? I think so. The older that you get, the more grumpy you're allowed to yes. be and the more Sorry, officer, I didn't like the way he looked at me. <laughs> you are. Um, yeah, we said that we were going to get this out within a month of the last one. Yes. And it j- just hasn't happened. No, and there's a reason for that. What's that? Well, because the whole thing's about time. Yes. And the point of the last one was, was how time actually dictates and tells us that we don't have time to do things that we want to do or have to do or anything like that because some other shit kind of gets in the way Mm, lots of shit Mm, mainly work mostly work and then the bothered-ity to actually want to go out and do it the what? Uh, bothered with an (laughs) bothered-ity I didn't want to let that go just in case I was going to learn a new word yeah it's bothered <laughs> bothered with an itty on the end <laughs> well you're an english teacher therefore just it's made up a word it's yes. added to the lexicon it's like oh you, you, what else would you say i i you know the botheredness um it's about being bothered it yeah so botheredity makes yeah, sense i like it? it i'm not i'm not taking the piss i just you know i just <laughs> needed to make sure what i heard was what i heard yeah you heard yeah. that i did hear that yeah, so, you know, we've been busy. We've not really had the time to get down here and record, no. which is perfectly fine. It's not like, you know, this is a livelihood. No, and if I do happen to say anything wrong, it's because I'm now a geriatric. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but hopefully this comes out before Christmas. It just depends Christmas on... Christmas uh, 2099. 2099, yes. <laughs> but since the uh, since the last episode, we have had some feedback. Not very much, just a couple. Well, people haven't had the time to do it, have they? Exactly. I think that and is the point. Fair play to those who have. Indeed. One of whom is Robbie Polanco. What a surprise. <laughs> Wonderful man. <laughs> he harks back because actually the last time we recorded was when you, also you and I did an Anywhere But Here together which was 139 oh, was that when i stepped stepped in for college you stepped into the breach which was yeah episode 139 we're now on 151 i believe crumbs but um yeah he said uh, that it was a bonus tom and joe show he was very pleased to hear the latest episode on time obviously episode eight of our show this of course, show yeah. uh that was a very interesting subject that i look at differently these days Certain stuff seems to take priority, so I have to push other things to the side. This is why I have a list of shows and movies recommended by the pod pals that just keeps growing. If I could go on vacation alone, I'd honestly use it to watch films and shows. With my job and being a parent, I usually have to sacrifice sleep to watch anything. But I'm not unhappy about this, it's just how life goes at mm. the moment. I'm amazed at how the pod pals find the time to gather show material and record a single episode. That's dedication of their own time to share with uh, what they love 
with the fans of their shows. Cheers to all of them. <laughs> so it seems that Robbie is actually foregoing sleep to get in what he needs to do. Yeah. And obviously he has a young child, a young mm. daughter. So that's uh, that's a big commitment as well as work. But he still manages to find time by sacrificing sleep. You have to. You have to find. You have to sacrifice. I've sacrificed exercise recently. Yes. Which isn't very good for my well-being. No. I, I walk to work and make sure I run around school about five times, but that's kind of not the point. Mm. I like to do my bike thing, and mm. I haven't done any miles for the last week, really. No, it's true. Which but is a then. Bit bit You've annoying. Got to think of the financial gain that you're getting for yes, that. Yes, but is there really? Uh, yeah, and that's that's the other issue. We may have earned um, some more money in preparation for Christmas and the New Year, but I don't necessarily believe that that's more important than my health. So. No, no, obviously. I mean, I'm no. D- I've been doing a good deed for an exam board or two, but that's about it. You have. You have. Yeah. And you've done very well. Yes. And you've been given more work because yes. you've done so well. Yes. <laughs> so Gee. it's a double-edged sword, isn't mm. it, really? <laughs> yes, but the payback doesn't actually arrive until after Christmas, which is the shitter. Which is the problem. But, you know, it'll be there eventually. Whereas mine has kind of been like... Well, you've been all all over the place, really. Yeah, I've Coventry. been to... Coventry. London. Paris. <laughs> oh, I was kind of doing... <clears> you were doing the local... Bits, I, yeah. I was just being facetious at that I know. point. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you get grumpy about that, which is daft. Yeah, because I want to spend my time with you. That's mm. the thing. Being grumpy. Mm. <laughs> Only because I'm not able to do kind of... Again, it, it, I'm, I forego exercise because I don't have the time What with the commute and everything. Which is not really an excuse, but no, you know, it's crap. I'd it's rather crap just spend already. time sat on the sofa with you watching shit on the TV or whatever. Which we do manage to do very well. Yes. We exercise our brains. Yes. And that's kind yeah. of good. Um, on a slightly separate note, which is uh, jollying this up ever so slightly, we made a very interesting discovery about time the other day, did we not? What was that? Uh, Kirk Douglas being 99 years of age. Oh, that's true. Yeah, he looks slightly like a zombie now. He looks old now. Mm. But we had no idea that he was still of, you know, this century. <laughs> On this side of life. Yes. <laughs> well, quite. <laughs> so he's a pre... Um, he's a First World War child. Mm. Born in 1916. Yeah. With a son that's coming up to 80. Yes. Yes. Who's still acting and doing mm. things right up to the end. It just seems, obviously, the Douglases are of uh, But they're, they're, you see, hardy they're, 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 that's not really their real name. They're, they've got some sort of Russian-y type name, haven't they? Is that right? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Kirk Douglas's real name is, is something itch. Right. Of itch, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, happy birthday, Kirk. Indeed, happy birthday, and, Kirk. And um, may you have many more years behind yes. you. And what a great film Lust for Life actually is. must say that. <laughs> uh, we did get another thing through, which I'm going to play you now, because it is an MP3. We were sent a video, or not video, an audio recording from Andrew. Very exciting. I'm sorry, my ears have just popped. Oh, <laughs> oh that's horrible. I don't know what I'm, where I'm hearing from. At least I you feel don't. like I'm hearing from the back of my own head. <laughs> my ear has shifted. Oh, shit. 
That's horrible. Let's play this audio clip and then we can sort it out. Hello, Tom and Joe of the Tom and Joe Show. It's Andrew from Room 173 with Mithrich Kniv. I just got done listening to your recent episode about time, and per your request for contributions to the conversation regarding time, here's mine. I mean, who am I to deny such a request, given my sterling reputation for the odd response or two? But enough wasting said time, of which we are here to discuss. I really enjoyed what you two had to say about how even though time is the same day in and day out with 24-hour days and 365-day years, it's all about your mental state and how it affects how you feel the flow of time. It brings to mind the tried and true adage of, time flies when you're having fun. I know I personally have encountered that mindset time and again, and it all comes down to where the aspect of time is situated in the periphery of your consciousness. Basically, how much are you consciously thinking about time compared to how much you're consciously thinking about all the other things going on around you. If you're in the middle of something fun and that's solely what you focus on, it feels like there's not enough time in the world to continue enjoying what it is you're currently enjoying. On the other side of the coin, if you're in the middle of something you'd rather not be doing, your main focus is on how much longer it takes until you're no longer doing what you'd rather not be doing. As they say, a watch pot never boils. And that's more so due to the fact that it's mostly concentrating on how much longer you'll be watching it, before it can get down to the business of boiling. And when it comes to time management, I'm with you two. I have no idea how people can do so many things in their 24 hours, while I can barely manage to do a couple of things before I consider myself done for the day. Where do people find the time to go to the gym, then go to work, then go to their kids' gymnastics meet, then go to night class, then meet up with a few mates at the pub, all while including the basics of rest and relaxation? But that's probably it. Maybe all these people need is to go home and go to sleep, and when they wake up in the morning, they're re-energized and are ready to do it all over again. I think that's a big piece of it. It's how people are wired that dictates how they manage their time. I'm not much of a social person. Sure, every now and then, I'll go out and meet up with friends and be sociable, but I'm wired in the way that even a full day's working has given me enough of a feel of, okay, I've been sociable enough today, and I go home to recuperate. During that time of recuperation, I'll sit at home and catch up on, or even start up, television shows or movies. I know Tom and Ant have commented on how I seem to blow through television shows, and a lot of that has to do with how I personally spend my time. Also, consider the fact that I'm a night owl. I tend to not go to sleep until about 3 or 4 in the morning, and where I live, which is Raleigh, North Carolina in the States, everything pretty much dies down and closes at about 9 at night. This is excluding the bar scene, but seeing as I'm not one for the bar scene, that does nothing for me. So that leaves us with a nice six to seven hour gap in time before I can feel tired enough to put myself to bed. And as we're getting on in years, any friends that I would normally ring up and see about a late night drive or hitting up the local 24 hour diner, they've all got families and socially approved adult responsibilities of their own of which to tend. So I spend my awake time in the evenings either watching something, reading something, or recording something. Again, I think a large part of how you manage time is based on how you are mentally and emotionally hardwired. For me, I can tool around my apartment and feel like I've done enough for the day. Mind you, there are days when I feel the need to do something outside, so I do it, as a way to give validity to the time spent lounging around beforehand. There are those, however, who are hardwired to never stop until they need to, when they need to re-energize for the next round of never stopping. This is how people can put several things on their proverbial plate for a 24-hour span of time, while some of us can't be bothered to have more than a few crackers and a couple slices of cheese on ours. 
That's kind of my random ramble on time. I had to write it all out as I tried recording from the cuff and had to trash about 10 recordings because they all sounded terrible. In fact, I'm currently reading this out as it's been typed as well. Ouch! Something bit me. No, not really. I'm just reading that out as well. Now that I think about it, I'm really in the mood for some cheese and crackers. Again, not really. More reading out what's been typed. Right, well, I think that's enough out of me for now. Welcome back, Tom and Joe, and I look forward to hearing more from you too, as well as having the opportunity to contribute more in the near future. Bye! We thank Andrew for his contribution Indeed, there. indeed. Um, he put a lot of effort into it. If, if he did ten recordings, yeah, and uh, they were all shit, <laughs> then thank you for even taking the time to write that down. Absolutely, including all the stuff at the end there, which I find quite yes. meta and funny. What, what did you get bitten by? Well, that is the question. Mm. And what did you have? Did you have cheese? What cheese did you have on your crackers? That's what I'd <laughs> like to know. Please. But yeah, I just I was don't it a bit think. Of a, was it a bit of like a, a French roulette? Mm. Was it a soft cheese? Gouda. Or, or perhaps some good old English. Ch- Do you have cheddar in a, in the states, or is it all Monterey Jack? Mm, who That's knows? what I want to know. Write in. Let us know. So, what are your what are your thoughts on Andrew's musings? The fact that he stays up until three or four in the morning to fit in. What does he do? Uh, he works in a department store. So I've had he... insomnia before. Yeah, so have I. Which I, I had for, a, in fact, about a year. Mm. And um, not nice. I haven't had that. I haven't had it re- very often. Like recently, I haven't had it. I think I've had it once in the last seven years Mm. and uh it's just awful yeah because that night is a very long (laughs) time it's true i uh i get it every now and then where i have to i just take myself downstairs and stick on the tv there's never anything decent on Uh, i can't do that if if uh if i've got a bout of insomnia i'm afraid i have to resort to writing whatever's in my head going round on a spiral Mm. that's what i have to do no choice because it's some sort of bizarre thoughts that won't fuck off. <laughs> so, I just feel like the the older I've become, mm-hmm. the quicker time has gone. Yeah, it was kind of like what I was saying in the first half of this episode, that actually the older you get, the faster time does go because of... You've got more to fit in. Not even that, just the fact that actually it goes faster because you've experienced more time therefore 24 hours is a lot shorter than it was five years ago because you've experienced more time and therefore i don't understand that i explained it better in the first episode righto go back and listen to it must i (laughs) no you don't have to (laughs) (laughs) thank you because that would be a waste of time it's already happened (laughs) yes (laughs) but yeah like i don't think i could stay up i used to be able to stay up until some stupid time every every morning but that was generally because i worked in bars and i didn't have to start until half 11 so I, i wouldn't go to sleep until five or so no and like him I used to get a lot of kind of the watching of things that I wanted to watch done, you know, films or TV shows and stuff. Nothing. See, I'm less bothered about that. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I was saying is, like, that was what it was about then because I had no other responsibilities, really. Mm. Like, the bar work wasn't exactly taxing. I didn't have to prove myself every day. No. Mm. Whereas now it's slightly different. 
Mm. You know, and obviously the the role that you play as a teacher, you need to be on top of your game every day. So you can't stay up that late, otherwise you wouldn't function in the morning, would you? Uh, not really. No. Although it's just been the last week's been an absolute drag mm. in terms of. Uh, maintaining some level of enthusiasm when actually no one is interested mm. that's tough when you've got a room full of teenagers who just don't want to be there mm. and arguably neither do you <laughs> is that because it, it's coming up to Christmas? Or? it's because it's coming up to the end of term it's because they've not got very much daylight going on at the moment yeah. there's, there's, the, the sun hasn't been out for a couple of weeks uh, it's true and that has a huge effect on people yeah i think and um i think perhaps more people suffer from uh seasonal affected disorder than they would care to admit mm. and so these kids they get up when it's dark and it is dark until probably about quarter to eight really mm. by which time most of them are on the way to actually getting to school yeah and then by the time a lot of them leave at four because of the whole um, expectancy of doing extracurricular from three to four, it's dark again. Yeah. So uh, the only the only opportunity for any kind of daylight is between uh, eleven and eleven twenty, and one twenty and two and one fifty five. I don't go out at that time. I I stay in because I'm sitting with my friends in the staff room yeah. at that point. <laughs> it's just like... I know exactly what you mean, because I get up and drive to work in the gloom mm. and then come home and it's pitch black and the only time I get to go out is on my lunch. Yeah, I just feel that... Um, yeah, it, I hate this time of year because of that. I, I, I like this time of year because once that door is closed when I'm home, that's... That's it, and I like being in. However, oh yeah, me too. I just I don't like the current. I mean, this is the worst I've ever experienced. That time shift with with children mm. in the stupid amount of amounts of years that I've been <laughs> been teaching, and it's just like, uh, it, and everyone has said recently that we've never had so much to do in so little time. Right. And I think it's largely because um, we are expecting the big inspection. Mm. Uh, for the foreign listeners, uh, if you're not aware of the Ofsted that we have in England that essentially strikes every three years, the school has an Ofsted inspection to determine whether or not you are uh, one of four in one of four categories, starting from outstanding. If you're outstanding um, under the new system, the Office of Standards in Teaching and Education, they intend to leave you alone. Um, now, otherwise they would have come back to check on you to see whether you're still outstanding. If you're good, it's great because they still think, well, let's see if we can push you to the outstanding thing. Mm. Or you could be, um, requires improvement, or you could be inadequate, which then places you in special measures. If you're in special measures, you're fucked because then your life does not exist. Well, then you're hounded and hounded and hounded, I'd, I'd imagine. Well, yeah, and, and it's just observation. They'll have a clear out, uh, observation upon observation. Uh, they'll have a good staff clear out because it will be on ba uh, basis of competency. Mm. Uh, but it's it's kind of felt like uh, that's how we are dealing with things at the moment because we are... Uh, millimeters away from an outstanding grading mm. and if we get that this time then we will be left alone i see 
but we can't see ourselves actually being left alone in terms of you know maintaining those standards because you know you get to that point and I know because then I've had a fairly reasonable um, time of observations internal observations over the last few years it's true you and quite you regularly get astound- astounding <laughs> outstanding I do that's not I didn't really want to broadcast that no, but you're good at what you do. I think there's nothing wrong in celebrating that. Okay. I, d- I just didn't want to broadcast that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. What I, thank you. But what I did want to sort of say is that when it happens once, you then want to keep doing that. Obviously. Because you feel as some sort of personal failure if you don't. And it's a horrible feeling. Mm. Because actually, the last couple of times, I've just thought, well... You know, I'm just going to lay the foundations and the kids are going to do it. And if they don't like it, tough shit. I've stopped caring. Mm. And, um, you know, it's just a... It's, it's. I can imagine a lot of people would pour a lot of time and effort into getting the out- outstanding and then trying to maintain that. But I suppose you can let it, um, you can let it take over your life, can't yeah, you? Yeah, you can. I have a friend who uh, is in further education and... Um, her entire existence is on getting outstanding gradings. Yeah. And uh, she does pour her entire being for about two weeks into what lesson she's going to deliver on that day. Hmm. It doesn't matter. It's what happens, what, what the kids are like on that day. And that's what yeah, you've got to be aware of. that's the thing, isn't it? It's It's all down to how the kids respond to you as a person, not yeah. really about how well planned your lesson is or whatever really you could have the most chaotic lessons in the school but as long as you were hitting all your kids were getting you know all the a to c's then it wouldn't matter would it but obviously those two things probably go hand in hand you know well yeah it's a a whole better plethora of things and Mm. it's just not one for this this is very don't really want to talk about that no let's not talk shop because anymore. but i mean the the, the the shop talk is the you know the the what spurred on this topic of time yeah and um i have never had so well <laughs> everyone raves about teacher holidays mm. but um we earn them and yeah that's absolutely. that's the thing I am looking forward to the Christmas one, though. <laughs> Me too. This is going to be the first time that I've had time off between Christmas and New Year ever. Yeah. It's going to be quite nice. It is. You're not going back on the 27th? Yeah. For two Into days. Yeah. Hurrah. Oh, yeah. Between this episode and the last episode, I haven't changed jobs. I've managed to hold down a job. Yes, you have. <laughs> yes. And you managed to survive a trip to Paris, which yes. is all good as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so that was fun. Mm. I think time. It seems from um, the people that have that have written in or, or recorded in, I don't know, yeah. that time is something that you need to control, and it's it's kind of down to how you're mentally set up, I guess. Yeah, I think so. To deal with it, I think so. And uh, maybe if you feel like you don't have enough time, you've got to find some way yeah, of do. creating that time. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally, I'm totally guilty of mm. feeling bored. We've sat here yes. on many a weekend, yeah, bored, yep. which is ludicrous. It is, isn't it? Yeah, but it, what <coughs> it's what it's uh, boiled down to 
is having the funds to be able to do something entertaining. Mm. And then that requires effort to go to actually go and physically plan mm. something. Mm. So, you know, you'd caught between two two extremes. Yeah. You need to earn enough to go out and make yourself, you know, do interesting things. I don't even think it's that. I think it's the fact that, you know, you know you've got a weekend coming up. Do you do you plan for that weekend? Therefore, uh, suggesting that time is going to go quickly because you've mm. got something planned for that weekend. Or do you... Because, like, this year has gone really quickly because of the number of weddings we've had to go to. <laughs> yeah. So that would be milestones. Or do you play it by ear... And then come up to a weekend and discover that no one has any ideas about what they want to do at all. Because mm. there are some weekends you just want to do nothing. That's the thing. Like, it's quite nice to have a decompression period. Or a weekend when we just sit under a blanket and watch Winnie the Pooh. Yes. Yeah. The Winnie the Pooh and Piglet movie. <laughs> back to back. That was Cracking. a good, a good, uh, a good Saturday, wasn't it? Yeah, <coughs> yeah, that was fun. But well needed, I think, because you well, know we fell asleep during the during the Winnie the Pooh one. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, which was the better one of the two? Hurrah. As it is coming up to Christmas, and hopefully this episode comes out before Christmas. What is your favourite Christmas song? Um, I believe in Father Christmas by Greg Lake. Really? Or. Mm. December December will be magic again by Kate Bush. Okay. I don't know that one quite so well. The Kate Bush one is very very rarely played. Mm. Uh it is on a compilation. Mm. It's on a compilation. Have we got it? No. No. Uh I've got it on uh, as an MP3 file. Mm. It's probably on iTunes. Mm. Which is not a big deal. But um it is on a compilation. My dad's got it uh, as part of a Christmas Vinyl, right? That he bought at some point early nineties. I remember it quite vividly, and there it sits on side A, towards the bottom, Mm. uh, with mud, I think, above it, and (laughs) I don't know, Cliff Richard. That is a good one, though. Mud. Yeah, lonely Lonely this this Christmas Christmas is a good. Indeed. I always used to think it was Elvis. Well, yeah, he kind of took on that thing, didn't he? Yeah. But um, yeah, uh, I I love um, I believe in Father Christmas because I I love the composition of that song. Mm. It uh, is a good one. Well, she's got tubular bells, kind of. Is it's that the got tu- that it's not that tubular bells. It's not called that. It's called something else. It's that. No, it is. In. Yeah, Michael feels tubular. It's not tubular bells. That part because that's part of um, uh, some other. Oh, I thought you meant like it's got the same kind of sound as. Yes, it does. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, the uh, December will be magic again. Is just that good old Kate at her piano, and I can't sing it because it's too high. Mm. But the lyrics again are just brilliant. Yeah. Yours. Um, it's a toss-up between Fairy Tale of New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, by I knew the that. Pogues and Kirsty McColl because it's just Ouch. brilliant, and um, Jonah Louie 
Oh, I do which like... isn't actually meant to be a Christmas song at all. Well, no, but it mentions Christmas and it's got bells in, so therefore... Only, only, will I... Um, I wish I was at home for Christmas. For it's Christmas. the only reason why it mentions it. It's meant to be some sort of anti-war <coughs> song, isn't it? Yeah, it, well, it, weirdly, it's an anti-nuclear song mm. as well, which is dressed up in the guise of a World War One song, which makes no sense because nuclear bombs weren't around in World War One. But um, I like it. I, I like the kind of um, the downbeat ones right. as much as I like. That's you why know, Greg Lake's song, yeah, is quite downbeat anyway. Because uh, yeah, not it's not the, like Slade or Wizard or <laughs> which are all great songs as well. I suppose my favourite cheese uh, Christmas song mm. has to be um, uh, Last Christmas by Wham. Yes, because that's <laughs> just great. One of ah. my. F- Oh, go on. No, I'm not doing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I suddenly realised what I was doing. Um, another one that I quite like is one that I, I've only heard through the Scott Mills show on Radio 1. It's an American one, although it's actually a Spanish one, called uh, Feliz Navidad. Yeah, I think mm. I'm, aware, I'm, I'm aware of that. Uh, it's, it's good fun. It's kind of like the Gypsy Kings doing a Christmas song or something, right. you know. But, uh, yeah, I do I do like uh, a Christmas song, but not outside of December. See, I think this year was the first time in a long time that I hadn't heard a Christmas song in a shop pre-November. But I think that's only because well, I... I still haven't. No. But that, I think that's only because I haven't been in a shop until then or a shopping centre until well, then. we tend to do uh, online shopping. True. So, because we don't, funnily enough have time to go <laughs> fucking shopping but it's not even that like i don't like going to the supermarket on a weekend because it's too Ugh. busy whereas it's like this time evil. of year the shops are full of people you know and i don't like people just... <laughs> me neither i mean it's well documented that i'm not a fan of human beings in general <laughs> or large <laughs> crowds large crowds of human beings especially well, quite. It's just one of those things. I just, I really haven't gone into many shops this year around the Christmas time. I don't think you've been in many at I all. I haven't been you? in one. Really? You've been too busy. Yeah. Which, you know, is great, but also bad. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Um, the first uh, Christmas song that I heard in a shop this year was uh, John Lennon and Yoko Ono. That was the first one. So that's acceptable, even though it wasn't in December, I feel. Well, maybe. Favourite Christmas movies? Oh, God, Love Actually. Because it tells a story. Yeah. From the build-up to Christmas and shit. <laughs> uh, and also, it goes without saying... It's, it's a, a wonderful, wonderful life. life, exactly. But also yeah. the shop around the corner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It sounds. The thing is, like, it sounds so cliche as well. If you're like, oh, I really love it's a wonderful life. The thing with Jimmy Stewart is how he plays George Bailey. Mm. This man in utter, utter despair. Yeah. And um, you kind of, 
I did. Well, the first time I saw it, I'd, I'd had a, a bit of a bad time anyway, and uh, it was when I was quite an, um, an emotional type, and I actually believe that I spent the vast majority of the film just in tears anyway. <laughs> Not necessarily because I'm very good at absorbing misery <laughs> and just <laughs> then sort of, you know, I, I'm, I'm very good at letting it out. Yeah. I don't harbour misery. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, and I just kind of... <laughs> I see. Yes, I just splurged the entire mm-hmm. film. Well, so I didn't really watch it the first time. But it's yes, it's it's uh, it's great, isn't it? It is, yeah, because it's um it's got that bittersweet thing that yes. I think you kind of need and that's why my favorite songs are the kind of downbeat ones that are a bit kind of like a, you know, Christmas again or it's not that Christmas is uh the uh, the 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 be all and end all like there's other stuff going on as well you know. <coughs> Very um, much so, I saw this thing recently which, uh, <laughs> off the top of my head, I can't remember the exact wording, but it was something lo- along the lines of, there are there are two types of people this Christmas, <laughs> those who think Die Hard is a Christmas film, and those who are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and which camp do you fall into? Well, I I. I bow to the power of those who are film buffs. So if it's a Christmas film, then it's a Christmas film. Of course it's a Christmas film. Like you film. say, Prometheus is as well. Yeah, I mean, technically it is, but I wouldn't, I would never, for example, like it's not one of the ones that I would make you watch uh, over the Christmas period because I know that you would have absolutely zero tolerance for it at all. Mm. You're sticking out your lip at me as though I'm being mean. <laughs> having a little bibble <laughs> you've told the world that i bibble how could you do that you were though you how were could you having tell a bibble, the world that I bibble over there weren't you how could you do that i can edit it out if you want me to yeah, that's all right. <clears throat> okay um but yeah like i i just get the impression that you wouldn't even you know remotely <laughs> 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 that you wouldn't even <laughs> I just get the impression you wouldn't even remotely uh, consider sitting through Prometheus, whereas Die Hard, you you can, you have. There's a difference. Is there? Yes. What's that? Is it Alan Rickman? <laughs> if there's just a difference, quite yeah. a fundamental difference. Yeah. What about films like um, Gremlins? <sighs> Why? Stupid. But it's at Christmas. Stupid. Stupid. Enough. How Stu- is it stupid? This, this Apart from the fact that, you know, a man goes out and buys his son a Christmas present that is this weird little animal. What are you <coughs> hoping that Santa's going to bring you? Sorry? What are you hoping Santa's going to bring you? Um, The only thing that I've asked Santa Claus for this year has, uh, has been um, money. <laughs> Uh, because I need suits. I need at least two more suits for work because I keep getting sent out on um, on outings, which, you know, is great, but I have one suit. And sooner or later, people and are going... And quite a nice jacket. Uh, 
Yes, yes, a very nice jacket nowadays, yeah, yeah, for my black tie events. Unfortunately, it came slightly after the black tie event that I went to. Yes, but when you know, you discovered that you're the only one without the jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah there was yeah, that. Quite. Where I looked like a member of staff <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. in my uh, in my waistcoat. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I, I I need suits, and um, you know. Yeah, it's getting to the point where I'm meeting people in the industry and if I meet people in the industry while I'm only wearing one suit they'll know I've only got one suit which can never be <laughs> so you won't be two cars you'll be one suit yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah it's um more about needing a suit or two really mm. so that I don't stand out well the problem is we can't go out and just buy you a suit because you're an odd shape True, I do need to get um You need to fitted. go down. Yeah, because you're a bit like a snowman. Yeah. Well, well <laughs> <laughs> I'm an odd shape, I'll give you that. <laughs> you're a bit like a snowman because snowman, snowmen, I mean, snowmen change year upon year. You can't build the same snowman as you built the year before. I suppose. There's no sort of specific snowman shape and mm. you kind of change... Are you saying that I change Se- over the seasonally. year? Yeah, yeah. I suppose yes. I'm in a I'm in what I I like to call my winter bulking phase at the moment, which, which was is also uh, your summer bulk. <laughs> <laughs> That's really mean. <clears throat> That's really mean. It was your little lilo in the summer. And what? <laughs> it was like a lilo. What in the was? Su- <laughs> your shape. <laughs> What? Like a lilo. <laughs> a lilo. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make it sort of seasonal. Right, okay. But you're saying that I'm I'm kind of flat in the summer. No. No. Because that's not right. You can, be float. <laughs> you can float. I could float, yeah, because I'm fat. Yeah. <laughs> you're fat. Yeah, yeah. You're not fat. <laughs> you're, you're like a snowman. I'm distended. You're like a snowman. No, I'm in a I'm in a winter bulking phase. Uh, the the month leading up to Christmas and probably most of the month after Christmas, I don't give a fuck what I eat or drink because it's Christmas. Mm. And I, that's fine. Well, yeah, exactly. I will get much more kind of regimented. I did quite well over the summer with my salading and not drinking too much just needs to be a bit more consistent doesn't yeah, it really absolutely mm. so yeah mm. but yeah that's what i've asked santa for christmas for maybe i should ask santa as well for some uh i don't know willpower shoes or <laughs> <laughs> shoes or shoes fair enough uh, <laughs> why don't you tell the listeners about your weird dimensions in terms of like the oh waist, what because i went to uh i went to get fitted for aunt's birthday and my co-host on Anywhere But Here, uh, as I'm sure virtually all of our listeners know. He is getting married in May, so I went for my suit fitting last week or the week before. Uh, last week. Yeah. Now, we'd you'd measured me the night before I went. and uh, No, um, it wasn't the night before. I'd measured you when uh, I bought you your, one of your Christmas presents. Oh, um, I see. I right, measured, okay. I measured you in respect of getting the right size. I see. And uh, and and you you came in and I said, look, you're gonna have to try this on. Mm. And so, I was a forty-two inch chest, wasn't I? You were. 
And Which is ludicrous because it was it was a nice fit. <clears throat> yeah, it was a really nice fit. It didn't make you look large. In fact, it yeah. made you kind of it made me look narrow, a bit and it was quite yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. The fact that it's velvet as well was also a nice touch. Yes, I like um, velvet things. <laughs> I'm a bit like Lenny from Mice and Men. He likes to feel velvet. Does he? he likes to stroke it because it's soft. <laughs> anyway, but um, but yeah, I went into the suit. I should kill your wife. No. <laughs> That's what happens in the yeah. mice and men. <clears throat> um, <laughs> but I went into the uh, the 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 suit fitting place. Man, women's. There were two women. What? There, there you were mean two... women have touched your boobs? No, no, I didn't let them. Right. Okay. Um, they wanted. I didn't to, know this. Obviously, you, you've chosen this as a forum <laughs> to tell me that you were fondled by a couple of women. <laughs> well. <laughs> Wait, no. Don't laugh like it's that. Not as, it's <laughs> not as scandalous as it sounds. Oh, shame. Uh, oh, is it? <laughs> um, I sat up then, <laughs> waiting for a really good story. No, um, but the waistcoat I'm wearing has come up as a 44. No, a 36, no, I thought. No, no. Oh, okay. The Sorry. waistcoat, the waistcoat that I'm wearing. That goes inside the jacket. Yes, is a 44. Right. Which is the same inch chest as Ray that Winston. Ray Winston film, which I always just assume is Ray Winston's chest size, right. which worries me because I don't really want to be as fat as Ray Winston. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Not that I think but you're he fat, was Beowulf. Ray. If you're if you're listening, I don't think you're fat. He's Beowulf. Yeah, but he's got in... Beowulf boobs. <clears throat> yeah, but Beowulf was boobs. All... Boobs. <laughs> I've never seen it, but I've seen him in it, and I just, yeah. Armour-plated boobs. What? Armour-plated boobs. Right. What I'm trying to say is that (laughs) he was um, digitally augmented. Uh, In real life, I don't think he looks at all like that. So did they have a digitally augmented changing room that you went into? I wish. Perhaps. Is that what happened? I wish, because I'd have done what Ray Winston had done, which is re- reduction. Okay. So what um, happened then when you... So then I put the jacket on over the top of the uh, the waistcoat, and I, I come out as a 36-inch waist. So you managed, essentially, to, to lose, lose eight inches. Eight inches from my waist. one sort yeah. of outfit. Yeah. You should have said, well, I'll just have that, but <laughs> cut the sleeves off. Yeah. That'll be fine, thanks. 36, I'm fine with. Yeah. That'd be great. So lose the sleeves and waistcoat and jacket. So are you you basically telling me to turn up to Ant's wedding sleeveless? Well, I'm suggesting that you wear two jackets, but one without sleeves. (laughs) Just so that you can say, I'm I'm a 36 inch waist. Yeah, Yeah, even though we know for a fact I'm a 42. Or a 44, according to the weirdos. No, we don't think about that. Well. Because that might actually mean that I am as wide as Ray Winston, which (laughs) means I might have to put on more of a voice like that to kind of give the effects. (laughs) Bet 365. (laughs) So you're going to be doing your usherial role going, bride or groom. Bride or groom, you slags. (laughs) Errol. I'm the daddy here. Errol, make us a cup make of tea. Make us a cup of tea. <laughs> or something. I'm going to cut your fucking Jacobs off, you fringe. Fringe. <laughs>
That's not Ray Winston. <laughs> no, I know. <coughs> but it was <laughs> it was going that way. Yeah. We're going into brick top territory. <sighs> or um what was it? Snatch Wars. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good video. Check it out. <laughs> yeah, so weird dimensions in space in space and time mm, and mm. changing rooms yes uh <laughs> but what have you asked santa claus for this year well a bunch of stuff that i'm not going to get because apparently it all sold out i've asked him for a pair of boots but i'm not getting those ones because they all sold out so i had to ask for some more mm-hmm. uh yeah yeah what else have you asked for <laughs> can't remember no and that's I kind know. of a good thing yeah do you um, think you're going to get any surprises from oh, santa almost certainly <laughs> she says yeah i wish you could <laughs> see her face because she's dread. got this she's got this hangdog look she looks like fucking droopy <laughs> all of a sudden it's like i'm very very happy <laughs> i had no idea you could do that <clears throat> i can that was funny thank you uh yeah, I'm I'm almost certainly going to get some surprises that I'm going to have to, on the day, be really happy about. <laughs> and then go upstairs and go, what the fuck was and that? And cry. <laughs> like Emma Thompson receiving the... Oh, no. The, uh... No, I won't be anything like that. No. no. <laughs> Thinking that it's a necklace receiving and it turns the out to be Mitchell. Joni Mitchell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it's not going uh, to be like that at all. Um, I hope not. I really hope not. That bodes well. Yeah. I'm a bit but yeah, the one thing you have asked us, you know, Santa for, apparently Santa couldn't get. No, because he was a bit slow on the uptake. We will see come Christmas Day. I'm I I I'm looking forward to it. I'm sure because I always look forward to it. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually really looking forward to Christmas this year. I will look forward to Christmas properly mm. after Monday the twenty first of yeah, December. Yeah, because that's when you break I'm up. Running around on Monday the twenty first of December, getting uh, our Christmas stock mm. in. While I'm hard at work. Christmas stocking. Ah, stocking. <laughs> it was very clever. I like it very much. Yeah, getting our supplies in for a Christmas lockdown. Mm. And it's going to go into sort of well Boxing Day. Yeah. By which time it will be empty. Hopefully. With any luck. And we'll be out in the sails. Mm. Because after that we've got a uh, bit of a windfall coming, which yep. will be nice. So we can go out and uh, enjoy the January sails on the 27th of December. Exactly. Because that's what happens Whereupon I shall be getting my suits. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm a skinflint and I'm waiting for the sails. No, but fuck it, idea. you know, why not? Um, Cash in on that one. Precisely. Yeah, it's going to be a good Christmas this year, I think. Yes. Mm. Let us know your uh, favourite Christmas songs or Christmas films, because it would be interesting to know yours. Let us know. (coughs) Let us know. Let Let us us know. know. Let us know. Yeah. We look forward to the next episode, which uh, we we have a feeling that you might We've got an idea. We've got an idea. Yeah. It's brewing. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but yeah, episode nine is coming to you in three or four weeks mm. in the new year, 2016. It will <gasps> be our first of 2016. Yes. But I uh, don't expect much in the way of feedback on that one. 
But uh, the one after that, we'll uh, we'll have feedback. It'll be fine. Yay! <laughs> Merry Christmas, folks. Merry Christmas and a very happy New Year to all of you. And lots of jingly bells. Indeed. December will be magic. Oh. Again. Ciao. See you next time. See ya.